Hey, welcome back to PR After Hours. I'm Alex, your virtual cocktail maker and shaker, or mocktail, whatever you prefer. But really, it's not about booze. It's about tips for PR, reputation management, marketing, and sometimes productivity hacks. Well, today we're going to address something that's very much on everybody's mind and will likely consume a lot of the oxygen in the uh, news sphere for the next year or so, I would say. And no, I'm not talking about the election, at least not yet. What I'm talking about is the COVID-19 or the coronavirus issue. Are there lessons that we can all learn, even at this early date, about reputation management and communications from this virus? I think there are. And we're going to tackle those today on this episode of PR After Hours. So we'll be right back after this message. You know, one of my favorite books of all time has to be The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy by the late Douglas Adams. There's just one thing on the book cover that I have always uh, thought was hilarious, and especially I want you to read the book, you know, (laughs) but it says, uh, don't panic. That is the thing I want to ask you and brands and people involved in communication to do with the coronavirus, okay? There's a couple of lessons that we can already learn about this situation. First of all, I take it very seriously, as should you. There are heaps of places. I prefer the CDC. I prefer government sources. But there's places where you can go to learn updates. I would not go, you know, wild westing around the Internet looking for updates on stuff. I go to trusted sources. I happen to trust the New York Times. I have no reason not to. They're generally right way more than they're wrong. But uh, government sources like CDC, I think you can trust as well on what to do and how to protect yourself and your family. Okay. But what we're going to talk about a little bit today is how to protect your brand. And the first thing I want to cover on this, though, is there is a mistake that was made, probably caused things to be worse in a lot of degrees. And this is a mistake that a lot of companies and organizations make when they don't have a proper crisis communication plan. Now, I'm not going to tell you that the reason this happened was because they didn't have a crisis comm plan. I'm talking about China. I'm talking about the government of China, which is an autocracy. They can say they're the People's Republic of this or whatever, but they're an autocracy. They're ruled by a dictator, basically. And they do have a policy of hiding bad news because they have a structure in China where they're very punitive if things go wrong. People who are responsible for a factory where something goes wrong, the factory manager usually has to pay with his job or worse. Well, uh, in Wuhan, China, when the coronavirus first reared its ugly head, uh, there was like seven patients at a hospital and a doctor there tried to warn his medical school classmates like on a private social media platform. He's like, you know, uh, he said something like, quarantined in the emergency department. Uh, his name was Li Wenliang, and he wrote it in this chat group in December, like the end of December. Other people were commenting, and this is all in the New York Times, so frightening. One replied before asking about the epidemic that began uh, in China in 2002 and ultimately killed nearly 800 people. Is SARS coming again? Well, this conversation goes on. In the middle of the night, officials from the health authority in the central city of Wuhan summoned Dr. Lee, demanding to know why he had shared the information. Three days later, the police compelled him to sign a statement that his warning constituted illegal behavior. Well, wow. Well, it wasn't SARS. Oh, to be SARS. So far, it's killed at least 304 people in China, and it's infected more than almost 15,000 people worldwide. But the point being, the government's initial handling of this epidemic was contain it, don't let anybody know about it, 
because they don't want to be seen as incompetent. They don't want to damage their economy. They don't want to damage their standing on the world stage. All of these things. And look where we are now. I don't have to explain it all to you. If you're paying attention to the news, things got out of, got out of hand fast. And had China done a more open, transparent policy of information sharing, perhaps other cities and other governments could have formulated a plan to mitigate it in their own areas sooner. So that's something that should be thought of. So looking to the smaller macro or the micro instead of the macro, just looking at your own company, there are things you should be doing to deal with the crisis. Now, it depends on the type of business you run. If you do not you know, if you don't have a company that faces the public, you know, you don't sell things directly to the public or you don't interact with the public on a daily basis, of course, what you have to do is is make sure that all of your employees, uh, just like I said earlier, understand what they should be doing to protect themselves, that people who are sick stay home, that HR is, informs everybody of all the policies, and that you're very open and upfront about it if somebody does come up in the company, an employee comes up or comes out with the virus, then, you know, if there's media attention to that, then be transparent and explain that you're doing all you can, et cetera, et cetera. If you're a company that deals directly with the public, let's say you're a hotel, the time to prepare is now on this. There's a great article, I'll link to it on Review Pro, and they're talking a little bit about the uh, hospitality industry in particular. And they mentioned this hotel in Rome that made every effort to keep guests safe and informed after. They found its reputation under attack after two guests were found to have the coronavirus. Well, as I've said, it's spread since then, and there's things that every hotel can do, and I want to kind of go through a few of these tips. I won't go through all of them. I certainly don't want to read the whole article to you, but I will put a link in the show notes and commend it to you. Just even if you don't run a hotel, these tips may be helpful in how you formulate what's going on with your company if and when, frankly, the virus hits. And I'll start before I even get to what's in the article, and just say, if you do not have a crisis communication plan, now is a very good time to do it. Right now, especially in the United States, we still have a bit of a head start on this, but I suspect we are going to see just about every place in this country touched by this relatively soon. I mean, I hope not. I hope it just disappears. I hope that, that warm weather comes and, and, and all this stuff and it just disappears. And, you know, stranger things have happened. But, you know, in a crisis situation or pre-crisis situation, you never, ever plan on things just going away. Certainly, you put that as an option, but you can't bank on that. Okay, so if you don't have a plan, it's time to get a plan. So that's that's the first point in this article in Review Pro. Be prepared. Make sure you know what's going to happen. You know, Plan for several scenarios. They list a few here. The outbreak remains outside of your region, or the, epide the epidemic spreads to your area but not to your property, or an outbreak occurs on property. Make sure you're prepared for all those scenarios, how you'll respond to the media and the public if these things happen. The quicker you respond and fix any problems within your control, the better position you'll be to contain a crisis. I often in presentations say, you know, PR people are not magicians. We are the janitor. We can either clean up a very large mess or a very small mess. The smaller the mess, the better and easier it is to contain, the less damage will happen to your reputation and your brand. At the Grand Hotel Palatino in Italy, the lesson they learned from this experience was to take the right precautions. From the, and this is a quote from the manager. He says, from the beginning, we adopted all the recommendations of the health authorities. We were constantly in touch with the police and the local health authority to receive updates and instructions. All the information was immediately shared with our employees to communicate that they were safe. Transparency. There's another tip here. Publish a response. Appoint a spokesperson, which if you have a crisis plan, your spokesperson is already selected, trained, and ready to go. Advise staff not to speak to the media or the general public. Tell them to stay off social media about it. Make sure they understand you're not trying to be draconian. You're just trying to make sure there's a consistent message and that rumors don't start. You know, everybody's got 
a TV station in their pocket, you know, essentially. They've got a, a newspaper in their pocket. They've got a megaphone. It's a smartphone, right? Anybody can get on social media and give their opinions and often do. What you don't want is your employees not having any instruction about, hey, let's let us handle talking about the COVID virus within our organization. Take your cues from that. Trying to get make sure that people understand that we have one spokesperson. Strive to answer main questions people will have when this goes on because you're going to need to share a response. And you're going to, you know, what happened? When and where did it happen? Who was affected? What is being done about it? You know, the, the thing, too, is to be calm, sincere, and transparent. Striving to communicate the following. I love this part here. Uh, you know, make sure you, you share your care. For example, we care deeply about what happened. Your concern. We're concerned about the safety and well-being of our guests and employees. And commitment. As part of our commitment to safety and security, we've taken the following measures. You're basically laying it out there that, one, you're not a faceless corporation. You're human. Stay human. I'm, this is a big, big thing of, of mine is, you know, be as transparent as possible and make sure that you're as, you're as open as possible and you're moving fast to tell people the, the information. You're not leaving a big void. But the most important thing is to stay human. Then there's other tips about preventing misinformation and, you know, restoring your reputation later and stuff like that. But I'll put a link in the show notes so you can read that and come up with uh, some thoughts on your own on that. But the main thing I want to leave you with, and as I said this in a previous episode of the show, make sure you have a crisis plan in place. You have time right now. You have been given a gift right now. You're listening to my voice. If you're in charge of an organization or you're part of the PR of an organization, go to your team and say, we need to make sure we have plan in place should this virus touch us. You'll thank me later if you do this. If you need help with it, of course, contact me through this podcast. Happy to help. We have lots of tips on our website at alexgpr.com. Remember, I'm going to leave you with this last thought. It's not a matter of if with crisis. It's a matter of when. If it's not COVID-19 and the coronavirus, it will be something else. A crisis comm plan is hugely important. I speak on this topic very often. And I'm happy to answer your questions, happy to consult with your organization about ways you can be prepared. Boy, this was kind of a kind of a spicy cocktail today of a lot of stuff. And I want to make sure that the urgency is conveyed to you. Please, if you're not prepared, get prepared. And until next time, I'm Alex Greenwood. Don't panic.